Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 10. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike Buckets O'Duckets Lopez. There has never been a less true nickname. (laughs) (laughs) And David, the eligible Bachelor Tate. Oh my. Well, hello, Adam, (laughs) offline from Battle.net for four years, Redding. I gave you a nickname. <laughs> yes, Saucy. I got one, finally. Also, today we've got a super guest friend joining us, host of the Video Game Book Club podcast, Mr. Joe King. No nickname. See? This is what I've been talking about right here. <laughs> this is, it's not your fault. I don't blame you. I don't blame anyone. I'm just saying I have the least nicknameable name ever because in the history of Because it's a built-in. It's a built-in nickname. It's a built-in nickname, and it's a bummer. And I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You must be. <laughs> by the you way. must be joking. <laughs> oh yeah, there's oh, that. One get too. it? Yeah. Get it? How can people ever take well, you seriously? Uh, they don't. They just don't. I thought we would make it a little <laughs> further before these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. You guys have probably heard my show. Maybe it falls apart instantaneously. It's not you. It's me. Don't worry about it. Next week, you're going to be right back up on the horse. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Talking about falling apart. This is already gold. This is already gold. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what have you guys been playing? I always start, but I'm going to start again anyway. I have been playing... (laughs) Rude. uh, (laughs) I've been playing Far Cry 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5, both on PS4. Yes. Wow! It's been are, you, are you doing that? Are you doing that GTA in first person mode? Uh, you know, I've tried it a little bit, but I still prefer tried in true third person mode. And I got to say, the frame rate issues are completely gone. It's amazing, and oh, that's awesome. I'm that's having good. a great time. Yeah, super cool, super cool. What, and uh, Mr. Joseph, uh, I'm actually playing Far Cry Four a little bit as well. Um, and I started playing Transistor tonight which you guys have have really preached hard about how good it is and so far i really like it i've played about 30 minutes of it and it's really cool yeah i Um, loved it i'm still of course hanging by a thread with destiny so that's like (laughs) that's still in my sphere of influence um and then actually something really cool that i played recently um was uh tales from the borderlands oh that was really cool. cool too yeah so i've been I've, I've actually been my 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 uh gaming life has expanded again i think i think destiny's hold is sort of like you know i'm being released slightly from its clutches <laughs> and so yeah. i'm expanding again which is really cool very cool very cool what about you mike what are you playing uh still playing that dragon age i'm like I want to say like 60 hours in i have no wow. idea how long this game is it's super long though <laughs> it's like 82 I mean, hours remember <laughs> Hey, don't be wrong. Said. I'm I'm enjoying it, but yeah, it's it is legit long. Yeah, um, I heard I heard things like sixty between sixty five and like eighty five hours. So. Yeah, it's definitely about that's accurate. That's so you only lot. have like you only have like five to twenty hours left. <laughs> so, yeah, something in there. Uh, also uh, playing that Chrono Trigger. Um, about nice. fourteen hours into that, so I can beat it at any point now. I've already done all the crazy stuff. And then uh, uh, 
the Swapper, 100% of that game. There's no oh. platinum for it, though. 100%, yeah. but uh, it's empty. There's no platinum. <laughs> yeah. Your life has no meaning now. <laughs> that is so weak, right? I know. They're like, let's make this game really easy to platinum and then don't have a platinum. <laughs> it's actually lame. It's not, I would say, easy to 100%. Um, it's yeah. just, but it's all just hidden rooms for that. Like, there's these hidden terminals you can find by, like, trying to clone through walls. And uh, that doesn't make any sense if you haven't played it. But yeah, I'm completely <laughs> confused right now. But yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just these hidden rooms to find. So it's not yeah, difficult, I, but it's um, tedious. We'll go with it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I also beat the Swapper. Loved every minute of it. It's so um, good. It was really, really good. And then, um, oh, did you watch both? There are two endings. Did you watch I, both? No, I haven't watched them both. I got a, I got a YouTube the one because I, I forgot like a dummy. You told me upload a save so I could... Uh, yeah. reload it and then get the other ending and i, I didn't do it so i gotta go YouTube. Oh, okay it. <laughs> yeah I, that's all i did too um but yeah i've uh, i've been playing i i got ollie ollie for the uh the vita been yeah i want to play that that game is really good. fun it's yeah it's it's definitely one of those addictive like trying to perfect every stage kind of uh games and awesome. it's awesome it's really challenging a lot of replay value really good and then i picked up grim fandango oh grim fandango yeah, I, that looks pretty cool I've been game, hearing a lot of good things. Yeah, like I had played maybe thirty minutes of this game. Yeah, same. Like, like fifteen years ago, so <laughs> it's more than me. Um, I haven't played it yet. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's like a brand new classic LucasArts adventure game for me. So I'm I'm jazzed. I'm loving it. So nice. I, I'm probably about halfway through it, and just just loving every minute. I've been playing both on Vita and on the PS4. So. um it's it's cool because it, the cross save stuff works really seamlessly. Hmm. So um, just as you know, as you're done playing for the night, you save. You got to make sure you actually save because uh, I had a little mishap where I didn't save for like oh. a, an an hour or so, and just being so spoiled by modern games auto save features, I was just like, oh, okay, I'll just turn it off now. And then, <laughs> like, the next time I went to play it, I was like, what? Well, why am I all the way oh. back here? <laughs> so luckily, it's a game that if you know what how to solve the puzzles, you can get back to where you were relatively quickly so it was only like 20 minutes or so to get back where i was but i was just like man i i realized how spoiled i am yeah Um, you know for the most part i understand why they kept the game almost exactly as it was just kind of bringing it up to you know being able to be played on today's stuff but there is the one thing i i wish they had just spent a little time and put in an autosave because literally every review i've read and now your little mini review have all said that exact same thing like save and if you don't you will miss you will lose stuff and you know <laughs> yeah just and then, put in an auto save just put it in yeah, auto save but the, but the cross save stuff works really well so yeah you, you've got to save and when you stop playing you know overnight or whatever it'll sync to the cloud and then the next time you fire up your vita then it, it'll just say oh there's a, a cloud save that's newer than your local save do you want to download that boom and you keep going so I, i'm loving that that's really cool i wish every game had that but alas you mean there are still um, games that don't do that? Well, I mean, not every game is on both consoles. So oh, that's, that's all true. I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's been really good. Um, but yeah, the uh, it, there were a couple things I, I would recommend if you're playing that game, save very often, not just because there's no autosave, but just because I've run into a couple of glitches where... I got stuck on something and I like couldn't move and Uh. I couldn't get out of it. And I was like, Oh no. So I had to like reload a save and, and traipse back across this whole area. So yeah, I I just hate traipsing. Traipsing (laughs) is the (laughs) worst. (laughs) I am anti traipse. Yeah. Yeah. I I think we all should be. I've never traipsed before, but it sounds terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, just tweet at us in traipsing 2015 campaign. So. <laughs> totally. Hashtag in, tra- in the traips. <laughs> in the traips. <laughs> in the oh. news. In the news. We have uh, PlayStation Plus February games. They brought some heat. Yeah, they did. They yeah, did. There's, there's a lot of good stuff brought in there. some heat. So we have... Like a balls. Like, like Joe was just talking about Transistor yeah. for free. That's awesome. That's an awesome game. I loved it. Uh, these guys, I don't, Mike and David, you haven't played that one, right? No, no. I haven't. I no, I'm am excited. I almost excited bought it in December. It. Oh, yeah. And now you're glad you didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I had Same to choose. Here. I had just enough ducats to either buy Valiant Hearts or Transistor. And I didn't have a PS4 yet. So I was like, all right, Valiant Hearts. And that's a great game. I'm so, so glad I bought it. Yeah. But then, yeah, Transistor for free. Yeah, that's awesome. And and then I I benefited on the other end of that which because I almost bought Rogue Legacy and yeah. now that and now that one's free this month. Same so. here. Same that's here. Such yeah. a good game. I really <laughs> and, love that uh, game. And I'll tell you guys too like it didn't get a lot of love but I know I I liked it. They've got FIFA for PS3, which yeah. I'm actually pretty stoked about. That's a that's a that's a cool game. It's a cool stealth game. So if you're yeah. into stealth um check it out especially now cuz it's free. You yeah, know? it's free. So I thought no it was pretty excuse. cool. Yeah, what do you got to lose? Zero dollars. Yeah. Zero dollars. <laughs> also for PS3 is Yakuza 4. Oh, and, uh, nice pronunciation. Yeah. Hot surgeon number one. <laughs> <laughs> and then Apotheon for PS4, which is that cool like Greek art style uh, Metroidvania type game. Um, I actually had a lot of fun with it at uh, the PlayStation Experience conference. Uh, just doing, basically, just tried out the uh, the versus mode, the combat, mm. um, uh, which is you know it's basically like a fighting game with spears and stuff and a cool art style. But I never actually got to play the campaign part of it, so I'm not sure if you know I can't vouch for that part. But there's also Kick and Fennec, which all I know about that is a platform game, and it's coming to Vita. Yep. So good stuff. <laughs> and then also in the news, uh, Call of Duty franchise has made $11 billion. That's a lot of money. Wow. <laughs> that's, a lot of, that's a lot of billions. Billion. Is that <laughs> yes. Dr. Evil? Uh, we covered that. Sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a lot of billions, though. I mean, that's, that's 11 of them. And that's, that's many zeros. You know what I, I would like to see is on a scale, how much of that was made near the beginning of the like you know modern warfare era versus now because i that would be interesting i kind of feel like sales they have to have slowed down by now like how can that how can it still be going strong i'm wasn't it the advanced warfare that was the first game in call of duty series in a while that didn't break the previous game's record I, I don't know. I, I feel know like I read that somewhere. Yeah, maybe. That's, I don't, now that you mention it, I don't remember hearing that it broke any records. Um, yeah, I think it still did I, really I well. Yeah, yeah, I think it still did really well, but it, it didn't like shatter any records. I think the peak of it was probably, what, Black Ops 2 sales-wise? Yeah, like maybe, probably. Yeah. And I should, I should have mentioned a second ago, I actually didn't mention that when we were talking about what we were playing. I just finished um, Advanced Warfare. Oh, yeah, how'd you like um, it? I actually liked it. I was, I was talking to another buddy of mine tonight, telling him about how the my biggest issue with it um, was just the fact that there were so many quick time events uh, and I didn't yeah. feel like I didn't feel like they were really well designed in terms of the UI and that sort of thing like it, it took several there were there were several times where it took me several tries to finally get it and it was because the button the uh, the little button prompt was sort of like small and white and stylish but oh, they would yeah. hide it in these places where it was really hard to see like if you weren't looking for it so you'd almost always die the first time or you know fail the first time whatever and or, then go back and notice you, it yeah or it's telling you to press x and you're pressing square because exactly you're an Xbox guy. exactly <laughs> I, I i have kind of gotten over that but there's still good. been a time in the 
recent past where that's happened to me, but <laughs> it was cool. I, I really dug it, and I like the multiplayer too. I played I played some of the multiplayer so far. And that's that's cool. cool. So that's cool. If you were to compare, because I know a lot of comparisons were drawn when that game was announced uh, to Titanfall, uh, which which game had the better multiplayer? You think? I think Titanfall. Yeah, I, I like Titanfall a lot. Um, only because I only say that because the the thing about Titanfall for me was that when Titanfall came along, like. I hadn't played anything like that, you know, yeah, and I don't really think yeah. anyone had like that was sort of the, you know, the mobility aspect was just amazing. And and the thing about it is not just with the double jump in Titanfall, but the the mechanic that they really nailed it for PVP was the wall running. Yeah, that like, stuff was then, awesome. Yeah. And so like in Call of Duty, you know, it's cool to have that sort of double jump. But it's not like in Titanfall where you can jump up onto something and then wall run along it and then jump off. It's the mobility is still nowhere close to Titanfall, and that okay. to me is like that. That's the kicker. the 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 mobility in Titanfall is amazing. It's like the best I've ever I've ever played for sure. Yeah, I I really liked Titanfall too. Um, Titanfall one. Titan not for that. Titanfall, Titanfall two isn't even announced yet, Adam. <laughs> but I. But Titanfall well, two. Well, guess what, everybody? Is, we don't know anything about it. So, <laughs> it's a yeah. scoop. It's a scoop. We got him. <laughs> next, uh, next on my little list here, uh, Dying oh, wait, Light. Wait, wait, oh yeah, before yeah, yeah. we move on, I wanted to say something really quick. Um, yeah. So th- I wasn't really interested at all in Advanced Warfare Call of Duty. Um, but then they announced their like new Exo Zombies mode. And have you guys seen anything yeah. about that? I, I've I've heard about it. Yeah, it looks really yeah. cool. It stars John Malkovich, Bill Paxton, Rose McGowan, and then uh, what, what's his name? The 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 best friend guy in like the first episode of The Walking Dead. I forget what his name was, like Bill or something like that. But it's just <laughs> I, I want to play as Bill Paxton. I like John it, has, it has Bill Paxton, several zombies, stars, and man. Bill. Game yes. over, man. Zombies, man. It's so great. I, I just want, I'm like really curious. I'm looking for it to go on sale on Steam and then I might actually get it because. See, my thing is I don't, I don't want to play as Bill Paxton. I want to play with Bill Paxton as Hudson from Aliens. <laughs> oh, so yeah. you're like, hey, zombies are coming. We got to fortify, like set out Claymore's mines. And he's like, no, it doesn't matter, man. Game over, man. And you're like <laughs> slapping him around. Like you have to go over and like melee Bill Paxton in the face to get him to like do anything. That would be an amazing yeah, like mechanic. Yes, That'd be an amazing like mechanic. <laughs> Speaking of the zombie games, though, Dying Light came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there were no guys... reviews for a whole week after it came right, out. Right. There were no reviews because they re- apparently released uh, review copies to um, the you know news outlets like the day of the release. Yeah, they were, so. they were under embargo. Yeah. yeah. Such yeah. Shady, Usually that's not a, a good thing. sign. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, no, that's not a good sign. And yeah. then like IGN, GameSpot, Game Informer all gave it like eight fives in that range. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was very surprised. Pol- yeah. Polygon not, gave it. It's not uh, always an indictment like when they like the embargo stuff. Like it's not always an indictment on the quality of the game. Sometimes I think they're just really trying to protect the you know in this day and age where everything leaks and half yeah. the time the developer leaks it themselves on purpose as we yeah, all know that's fair i think they're yeah. i think they're just trying to really make sure that that didn't happen and it looks like it paid off because i'm hearing really good things about it well yeah, they what they crossed 1.2 million i think yeah uh, it did nice, it nice. did well mm. but uh just going back to what you said really quick joe um the only weird thing about that is they did give the game to a couple like YouTubers to to show on their channels early, and they gave them a list of things that they weren't allowed to talk about and stuff like that. Just yeah, all and they did the same shady stuff with Shadow of Mordor, which was also a really good game. So you a know. lot of that too is a lot of that too is in the in the industry right now. From from the things that I've noticed, like um, there there's a lot of um, there's a lot of talk in like marketing circles about incorporating 
Twitchers and YouTubers and how that actually works. Mm-hmm. So when you when you and I didn't know that about Dying Light, but when you say that to me, the immediate thing I think is that they're trying something. Yeah, they're trying something to see like instead of going straight to the immediate or you know like instead of going immediately to like the the you know the normal everyday outlets like IGN and GameSpot and all that, they are. It sounds like they gave those YouTubers maybe a little bit of early access just mm-hmm. to sort of see, like, how's this going to go? You know, oh. are these guys going to blow it? Are they going to blow it and spill the beans that say things they're not supposed to say? Or are is, or is this something, like, we could kind of take further steps and, like, you know, groom these guys to begin? Because there's, there, there's a big thing right now with YouTube and Twitch where everyone in the industry is trying to figure out, like, how do we leverage that mm-hmm. from a marketing standpoint? To, yeah. because mm-hmm. Because the views are astronomical you know what i mean oh, it's, yeah. it's amazing yeah so i so when you say that that's what i think less than shadiness it's more about it sounds like they're experimenting to me hmm. but yeah. I, well, I mean i, I saw, could be wrong on that i don't know no, yeah i saw i saw theory. a billboard of uh dying light with a quote from pewdiepie you know like yeah and that, hey bros pewdiepie bros <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bros. <laughs> yeah, seriously so, is there anyone better to watch play a horror game than pewdiepie that oh, guy nobody <laughs> It's no. amazing. That's why he's as famous as he is. All right. Are you guys ready for some Twitter questions? I am so flipping ready. Let's do this. Wow. Uh, all right. The, I'm ready. He sounds really I'm ready. ready. I'm so ready. He's very ready. He's never right, been that, more ready. Woo! <laughs> 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 all right. All right. <laughs> So the first uh, Twitter question we have is from Kuronji. I'm ready. Or, Kur- or Kuranji. Uh, okay. He, he writes in. <laughs> ready. Uh, in, we'll just call him your, Ron. Yes. Ron <laughs> writes in, in your opinion, what is the best horror game in the past five years? Joe, do you want to feel this one? Um. Well, um. you guys probably know, I'm not like a huge, like I want to be a horror fan, but I'm like a gigantic chicken. Um, <laughs> Like, I want to play horror games really, really bad because I love the, like, like speaking of PewDiePie, I love watching those videos and I love watching him and other people freak out. And I wanted to play Outlast so bad and I wanted to play Daylight so bad, but I'm just scared. I'm too scared to do it, you know? <laughs> um, but I mean, I think in the last five years, you know, this is going to sound like kind of a cop out, but, um, but again, me not being like a seasoned horror veteran saying that up front. I personally, the the biggest thing that I've seen in the past five years, horror gaming wise, was just a few months ago with PT. I mean, yeah. that really shook people yeah, up. You know, that answer. was really yeah. really cool. That game scared and, me. And I mean, I there there again. I, I look, dude. I could watch YouTube videos of other people playing it, like the direct feeds. I could watch it all, and I loved it. Yeah. The idea though of being in it and having that first person perspective, and I'm in the game, <laughs> terrifies me. And I and I hate that because it looks so much fun, and I want to play it, but I'm like, ah. That man. yeah no, no you're that's a straight up terrifying game. I, that's actually my answer too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, Mine too. Um. And now check this out. I was walking. So I was walking in my apartment late at night. All my lights were off, and I only had a flashlight on my iPhone on. Oh my! Gosh. Only a camcorder, <laughs> and the battery was draining really fast. <laughs> no, but but let me tell you, my hallway between my bedroom and my living room, when I have a, only a flashlight on, it looks remarkably like the hallway in PT. Yeah, I totally believe you. That's, I, yeah, it sounds terrifying. I, I live in kind gosh. of an older building, you know, in New York City, and. Um, 
it's kind of scary. So, so what I did is I, I took a little Snapchat video of it with my flashlight on and, uh, <laughs> like I, and I sent it to some of my friends on Snapchat and one of them was my friend, Eric. And, uh, he was like, dude, don't ever do that again. That scared the crap. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Hey, check out the screenshot of PT. They're like, well, it's pretty crazy. It's not a screenshot. It's my real life. Yeah. <laughs> oh crap. You got to move. All right. I would All say, right. So, uh, I don't know if this is five years, but, uh, dead space. When was it? When did that come out? Oh, that's a good answer. I love that. Yeah, that's a really good answer. That might that be six years, but I might say be six years. Well, let, let's let I'm gonna count it. I agree because because I think I think that's a great one too because I sort of think that that like the last time that 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 genre sort of took a big step forward that everybody really noticed it was Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. and then recently it took it again with PT. So I think that's kind of like. That's sort of the bookends that period of years, like that five-year period where Dead Space was probably five or six right at the beginning of it. PT's obviously more recent, and that, I think that's like a that's a great answer for sure. Dude, yeah. Dead Space came out seven years ago, guys. Uh, seven? Oh. oh my gosh, that's yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's, that's nuts. that is a long time ago. We're old. Yeah, we're, we're so old. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Back right. in my day, when video <laughs> games were Dead Space and buy a buy a shot. Keep going, keep going. Yes, buy a We shock. had to play with a controller. There was no swiping your fingers on the screen with your fingerprints. He kind of like had to was plug less in that controller into Bill the box. There. Yeah, no, he sounds like uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart to me. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart delivering a drink for Bill Cosby at a retirement home. I don't oh, know where I was amazing. going with that. All right. Next question is from Ruslan Maid. Ruslan Balikov. Uh, he, sounds, he sounds Russian. That wow. Sounds awesome. um, he writes in and says, what are companies doing to make a new type of gaming experience for gamers? Hmm. What are gaming hmm. companies doing to make a new type of experience for gamers? Yeah. Now, um, initially, what, what popped in my head for this one was um, that, well, a lot of the genres out there are so well defined, and we've had all of these genres for so long that um, realistically, a lot of what's interesting in, in a new type of gaming experience is happening in the indie space. You know, um, all these brand new mechanics, these these fresh ideas are coming out of just like people's garages, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. But I think one of the coolest things to come out in the last couple of years has been the FPX genre, which is the first, first person exploration game. So it's, you know, first mm. person, but with no combat, oh. you're either solving puzzles or it's just very story driven um, exploration, you know? So I don't know that to me, that's one of the, the coolest new things. is this kind of genre mashups, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. From, from a mechanic standpoint, like I think it, it fits, this fits right in with that is uh, procedural generation which hmm. is getting back to the horror thing is that's a big thing in the horror games right now with daylight and uh i don't think outlast procedurally generated but i know daylight did where you know the level is always different there's no way to memorize yeah. where you are you know what i mean that that's a big one when you said that that made me think of that sure hmm. hey didn't uh didn't daylight also do that thing like where if you're like streaming it to twitch people could type in commands oh like, yeah make things I think it might have, yeah I think yeah it might that's have, pretty yeah. cool yeah, absolutely. Um, the social aspects are are huge. I think yeah. that's definitely something yeah. that's changing the the way we play games for sure. That, that's one thing I was going to touch on too. Is like not only with the social stuff, like being able to share directly from your console, right? N- you know, nowadays oh, yeah, is, is really cool. Yeah, and and also you know, um, and this has been going on for a few years now, but I and and I think in some ways it's sort of a failed experiment. But I think once the once everything is figured out, eventually it'll sort of fall into this category. But you know, things like um, 
you know, EA's Origin and uh, Ubisoft's Uplay, Gearbox has Shift, all these things where you can get additional rewards in game for, you know, uh, using your points and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Or in Gearbox's code, or in Gearbox's case, like the golden key code, you know, plugging those in and then you get in game content from outside of the real world. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, I specifically yeah. Um, followed the uh, president of Gearbox because he kept giving out so many Borderlands yeah, 2 Golden yeah, Randy, Keys. Yeah, he, <laughs> and I still follow him, so it was a good Yeah, Randy gives tactic. those out all the it time, worked. man. It's 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 really cool and I mean the um um the the other th- another thing too that sort of makes me think in that same in that same realm is like with with Team Fortress 2 where you you know there are people that make more money making like um, skins and and hats and things like that for Team Fortress Two um, characters. There are people that do that and make more money per year than people that work at Valve working on the game. Oh, wow. Like so, that's a big thing too. Is 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 yeah, that's wild? Is user generated content coming into the game and being usable in the game? That's really cool. Yeah, yeah for sure as well. All right, next question comes from Ashley. Friend of the show. Hey, Ashley. Hey, Ashley. That geeky gal. That geeky gal. She writes in and says, do you guys have any favorite video game soundtracks? (laughs) Only tons of them. Where do I begin? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd say my favorite one, at least in recent memory, initially my, my... I went in the Wayback Machine and was thinking Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I love yeah, the music to totally. that. It's pretty good. Um, but but recently, I would say the Unfinished Swan. I Ooh, love the pick. music in that. Yeah, really my um, my recent one would be actually really recent, and it's Transistor. That's one oh, thing I kept yeah. hearing about that game is that the music was incredible. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm telling you, even the it was really reminiscent, Adam uh, um, and and Mike and and David. You guys may be into some of the same bands that Adam and I are in, like you know, Failure and that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. um, there's there are some really reminiscent sounds of that kind of like space rock, post hardcore oh, yeah. wow, kind of thing so that we, cool. that we oh, all really like in that music, and it's really incredible. It's really really, really cool. Yeah, and even <laughs> even down to in Transistor when you go into the I guess the planning mode where you're planning out all your attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she starts humming during those mm-hmm. parts, and mm-hmm. it's just like this reverby, like pretty sounding thing. Yeah, that's, that's so uh, good. That's really cool. It's really I didn't cool. Know that. Yeah, even wait. even on like the home screen when you highlight like on the PS4, you know, you can highlight the game and then go down and it shows you like who's playing this and trophies yeah. and all that. Yeah. The music that it plays there is like I had it on there for like five minutes last last night or today or something when it was downloading, just listening to that music because it was so cool. It was, it yeah. was really incredible. <laughs> I think it was yeah. this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I've got actually two soundtracks that I pretty much consistently keep on my phone at this point because I like them so much. Uh, and one of them is the um, even though I haven't got to play this game very much yet. The uh, Shovel Knight soundtrack. Oh yeah, like, oh, nice. like old like old school sound, like chip tune kind of thing, like Jake Cotton oh, did. Yeah, it's really I think I know, really good. I think I know what the other one is, and I I'm ashamed that I left it off. I think you probably <laughs> do, and maybe you can. I can't pronounce his name though. I feel so terrible trying to say it. Oh, um, uh, Jacob uh, Dvorak. No, nope, that right? But that's also a good one uh, for uh, Machinarium. Yeah, I'm thinking of Machinarium. I don't know how to pronounce that game name. But Machinarium. It's a great Machinarium, name. I thought. Machinarium. Yeah, that actually... Machinarium. That one, you know <laughs> what? Life. I have to issue God, a correction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to issue a correction because just... I mean, as much as I really love the soundtrack and the music to... Um, to unfinished swan yeah i think i think machinarium blows it away okay so wow. uh, unfinished swan garbage soundtrack machinarium garbage. is where it's at <laughs> screw that soundtrack back of the box quote adam redding 
<laughs> no, uh, I was thinking uh, actually the Last of Us soundtrack by uh, Gustavo. Oh, yeah. oh, gosh, how do you pronounce his name? It's like, it's like yeah. Santanolaya or something like that. I don't know. I'm sorry. And you sure. call yourself you write a good Spaniard. Music, sir. Ridiculous. <laughs> he's, he's not a Spaniard. What you you call yourself a Spaniard. <laughs> you call yourself a Lopez. No, I don't. <laughs> you call yourself a Milo. <laughs> and uh, there's a really cool story if you guys watch that, that uh, Last of Us documentary, uh, Grounded, where he said it was really fun to work on that because they basically gave him the the script like the the overlay here's what the game is here's the themes of the game we're not going to give you any direction you just go write what you oh, feel wow. is the appropriate nice. sound for this game and what they got back was perfect huh. yeah that's, that's awesome. awesome um i would say for me uh probably the top of the list would be the destiny soundtrack that, I, that yeah. game really good too. that game is very flawed but the soundtrack is there's just so many songs that are just so good yeah um and then another one um it totally just slipped out of my brain right now so i probably can't tell you what it is because i told but it was that. real good it was well, so good i tell you I tell you, just, you have no idea it was so good you guys <laughs> no idea oh oh this is so uh, far cry 4 it has oh, okay. uh, oh, I haven't played yeah, it Far Cry Four is pretty cool. There's a yeah. couple songs that are just beautiful, especially when like in you're in a when you're in a safe zone. It just plays like some really nice music. Wait, so. there are safe zones? Ew! <laughs> 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 <Ew. laughs> nah, sorry, that was stupid. <laughs> all right, um, all right. So real quick, real quick, I want to explain something. <laughs> uh, we have a special request. Oh, it did come in via Twitter, as you all know, mm. uh, from Ryan Clark. Oh, I know what's happening. Who? Yes. <laughs> Ryan, never, uh, Ryan, Ryan Clark, friend You might know him show. better as uh, awesome. Ryan Reeds. Ryan Reeds on Twitter. Um, he says, not a question as much as a demand to reserve the last five <laughs> minutes for an accent challenge. So, oh, we, is it accents <laughs> only or just general voices? Because that would be... So, whatever you want, maniacal. man. Whatever you want. Yeah, so basically what I'd like to do, here are the ground rules. I'll start us out. <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a voice, an accent from myself. Mm-hmm. Be it of some some country or 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 dialect within the U.S. So matter. wait, this is sort of like a game then, like a game show, okay. like a game okay. show. We're gonna call this Ryan's Accent Challenge. Oh, it, okay. Yes, it's <laughs> the it's Accent Challenge. Does it need a jingle? Maybe. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> so everything Ryan's needs a jingle. Accent Challenge. <laughs> How's that? It's a challenge. <laughs> it's an accent challenge from Ryan. Ooh, I like that one better. That, that's the winner right there. Yeah, like Joe's was kind of pop punk, and and I felt like I was buying a sofa from David. So. <laughs> um, I was so. going for like a Saved by the Bell, like oh okay, all right, but that didn't it didn't translate. All, all of my it's jingles, okay. all my jingles end up being like a Hot Wheels commercial from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's accent challenge. So separate. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You pay for the accent, but you only need the challenge. That's not applicable in this case. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I'll, I'll choose an accent for myself and I'll challenge one of you. Then we basically, I will ask you questions about video games, and then you will answer back in your accent. And then after about 30 seconds or so, give or take, uh, or until all the goodwill is exhausted from our listeners. Or we've um, offended everyone. We've offended. <laughs> and really, that's the motivation. We want to make sure. Here. Because we, you know, people all over the world 
are becoming super best friends right. with us right now. Hey, it's uh, video game book club night tonight, so we're <laughs> offending everyone through voices and stupid <laughs> accents. Um, I, I really hope all of you people didn't think you'd be escaping it with, you know, it, it, it's, it's me, it's here, let's do it. Yeah, yeah so and, and please write in if you do not feel offended by an accent that we did during this segment, <laughs> and then in the next segment we'll make sure to include you. Yes. Everyone tweet tweet at Ryan Reads your uh, your angry tweets tonight. You're like, why did you do this? Yeah, I'll be sending those to Ryan. So yeah, so I I'll, like I said, I'll choose an accent for myself, and I challenge one of you. Then after that is over, the person I challenged will challenge the next person, then the next, and the next, and each of us will do two accents, and that will be the end of the game. And then we will. There's no winner. There's no and winner. Nobody we, wins. I was just nobody wins. Yeah, we all <laughs> no lose. One wins the listeners. The listeners win. <laughs> the listeners win. Okay, so I'm going to choose for my own dialect. I think I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be a Scotsman. Okay. All right, and I want to challenge Joe. Oh my. To be. I'm going to say. I'm going to go with a thick Italian accent for Joe. Ooh. All right. I hope I don't uh, one-up here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we I'm gonna try real hard. <laughs> I just want you to know I'm going to try real hard. That's because okay. Mario's Italian, isn't it? I've done yeah. so good tonight. All right. So in, 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 in keeping with Mario's ethnicity, I'm going to ask you, all right, Joe. The Wii U hit 9.2 million consoles this year. What are what what do you think is next for Nintendo? Oh uh, yeah, uh, what the Wii U uh, like a little U? What's a U? What, what are you talking about? Here? <laughs> well, uh, what I'm talking about is that your New York accent is the worst ever. Look. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? Wait. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to take a different approach here that I'm more comfortable with. Oh, let, let's okay. do this again. Right. Uh, let, let, let's 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 hit reset here. Let's take the cartridge out. We're blowing it a little Wait, bit. Are you allowed to do this? And then thump, 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 no. thump. let's re-question. Like okay, cheating. let me start no, over. No, no, I'm sorry. That was it, Joe. You have to now challenge the next person. Uh, well, okay, it's your Lawston. Um, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna ask this to you, Tate. <laughs> Wait, who's that? A, who's Tate? Oh, David Tate. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, David <laughs> okay, J. Tate. That's me. At David J. Tate. Um, <laughs> this is at David. Wait, it, never mind. Plug. Never mind. Um, I'm gonna ask this in in a pro wrestler slash Hulk Hogan voice. <laughs> oh yes. And I would like you to respond in kind in your greatest, uh, you know, like. Eastern European, Russian. Oh my! If you if you if you trample a little on Borat, that's okay. But <laughs> eh, tread lightly. Okay. So anyway, brother. Duh. What do you think about? This is so bad. What do you? <laughs> Let me ask you something, brother. What do you Duh. think about Microsoft and Sony re-releasing their consoles? <laughs> To, what was it in 4K? <laughs> to work with 4K Netflix. Oh, tell me, brother. Well, you are seeing. Oh. I am already buying the PS4, and I do not wishing to be buying it again <laughs> anytime soon. Wrong answer. Explosion noise. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> That was that awesome. actually turned into Mr. Torg. I should have just said Mr. Torg in the first place, and I've been golden from Borderlands Two. Yeah. All weird. right, go. You go for it, David. Challenge okay. somebody. Well, clearly, I need to challenge Mike. Oh, please don't. Is that how, the, is that how this is going to work? Yeah, yeah. And Mike will challenge me. Oh. And uh, I am going to do 
my best British accent, which is pretty bad. <laughs> yes. And I challenge Mike to answer me in his best Irish accent in honor of his daughter's name, Ireland. Oh, my God. There you go. There you go. super freaking cute, by the way, Mike. <laughs> Thank you very Ridiculously much. Ridiculously cute. Thank you. I'm, okay. going to, I'm going to offend her heritage right now. <laughs> Hell, here we go. Go for it. Now, Mike, what are you thinking about all of these games that keep getting re-released over and over? You have to keep <laughs> buying them over. Like, like Nintendo just keeps re-releasing the same game. What are you Dude, thinking about all bad. that? That's not bad right here. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'm like laughing too. <laughs> it's too hard to do it. This is actually my topic later. I know, that's why I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of Mike. hinting at it early. Hey man, just think like uh, Richard Gere from The Jekyll. Just think <laughs> Wait, Richard who's this Gere talking? The I asked Mike. <laughs> that's getting very Australian. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about, <laughs> eh? Um, <laughs> this whole subject's making me feel a bit warm. <laughs> it's hot under the collar. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> I forgot the question. <laughs> And now he's being modest with his talent with accents. Oh, <laughs> my God. All right, the re-releases. We'll, we'll talk re-releases when we get into the to the topics. <laughs> I'm actually really impressed with you right now, Mike. Um, that was so really good. Really, so really, really good. No, that, that was, was really good. good. That was, that was uh, okay. You did a bang good. Bang I, have to, I have to get us out of this. <laughs> Loads okay, of so goodness. who's left? Is it Adam? Uh, just me. Yeah, you can challenge me and oh me alone. Oh my gosh. What have we not done yet? Um, I'll, I'll... Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry to interrupt, but let's, let, why don't we like, let's keep the diversity going here and let's include everybody, the inclusiveness. Why don't you ask Adam for his best female accent? Oh, thank you. This is true. We should be inclusive. I'm trying to do a good thing here. You know. What is the female I like, accent? I, like the line of thought. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> this is what all females sound like. You're about to find out. You know what I mean. Okay. Um, and then I will use the really old man voice that I read stories to my daughter in oh, for no awesome. really good nice. reason. Nice. Uh, okay, uh, female. There's no such thing as a female accent. There really That's true. So I stand corrected. You can go so Southern Belle if you want. You can oh, go, there you go, Southern you Belle. There you girl. go. There's all kinds of great all accents. All right, okay. nice. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I, I know in? what you mean. Okay. I mean, I know what you mean. <laughs> all right. What, what is your question for um, me? Okay, let's go mobile games. Okay. All right. Okay. So tell me, what's your favorite mobile game? <laughs> Very <laughs> aristocratic, old man. My <laughs> favorite old games were the ones with the paddles, the, the mild racism. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I like what? my racism like I like my salsa. Mild. I do no, declare. No. I do declare. Well, clutch my pearls. I just, <laughs> you know what? I just, um, I guess I just love that monument valley. I just love to play. I just spin the little thing around, and I just, it's just a delight. Listen, living in the South, I hate to tell you guys this, but there are tons of uh, very nice ladies, I'm sure, that sound exactly like that. That is not possible. Tons of them. <laughs> oh, Adam and I have both lived there as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you, yeah, you guys Everyone know. send your hate mail <laughs> to Ryan, Ryan Reed. Reed. I'm Ryan, I'm Ryan Reed's all, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, this is all Ryan's fault. It's all his fault. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back with Topics. 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 I'm ready. <laughs> Topics. 
For you, the listeners of the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We recommend the audiobook of Console Wars by Blake J. Harris, Sega, Nintendo, and the Battle That Defined a Generation. You can also download an audiobook of your choice free of charge by trying audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs for your free audiobook. Okay. <laughs> All right. And we're back. Okay. So topics. Um, I, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first go this first. time. And I want to grill Joe about PAX South because I know Joe... Oh, man. You just went to PAX South. <laughs> yeah, down in it was, was it so in, fun. Was, was it awesome. down in, in San Antonio? San Antonio. All uh, right. Te- Tejas, I believe. Yeah. Tejas. Um, it was San yeah. Antonio Tejas, so, yeah. So the Borderlands Handsome Collection mm. coming to PS4 and Xbox yes. One. Did you, did you see it in action? No, or? I did not. I did not, no. Just hear tell. D- there was a lot of Gearbox stuff going on, all of which I uh, caught, and there was... You know, the the weird thing about PAX South, um, and this was my, my first PAX event, and I went there, like, you know, I had done all my research online, like, it's, you know, Google search, it's my first PAX, what should I do, uh, you know, and then it <laughs> pops up, like, well, make sure you wear, like, awesome shoes, and drink lots of water, and bring a bag to carry stuff in, blah, 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 whatever, yeah, which, right. which, of course, for those of you out there that are going to go to PAX, or have never been to PAX, those are real tips, so <laughs> do those if you go to PAX, but... Yeah, bring um, bring a 3ds or a Vita or something yeah, to play in line. Because oh man, imagine the street passes you're doing. Dude, there get. were everywhere. There were <laughs> oh, everywhere. It was insane. Um, but yeah, so uh, this packs like like numbers wise, packs Prime or packs East. Um, you're looking at like seventy thousand people. Wow. Oh wow! And that's, yeah, and that's so huge. that yeah, it's it's gigantic. So that that's what I was expecting. And I get there, and it was like thirty five thousand. So it was like half the size. Oh okay. Oh. What was the very first year? Which was PAX well, South, right? Yeah, it was, and and I don't say that to discount it at all. Like, believe me, man, everyone there like was like, this is awesome. Like, this is a PAX. <laughs> this is incredible. Like, it was really cool. And I mean, there were there were there was tons of room to just move around and talk to people and hang out, and it was it was awesome. So that was really, it was really awesome. Cool. So, what was your favorite thing you saw at the show, though? Um, let's see. Um, I definitely spent the most time with Gearbox, um, mm-hmm. and so that would have to be the Homeworld stuff. Oh, very oh, cool! I'm um, excited about the Homeworld stuff. Dude, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, Homeworld looks so good. It looks like they're putting a lot of love into that. They remaster. really, they really, really are. And I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's funny because. You know, I'm not a PC gamer. I've always just been a console gamer. And, you know, the most PC gaming I ever did was like, you know, I played Myst on Windows 95, you know, which if you want to even consider that or whatever. But like... Oh, I do. Um, I <laughs> I never played the original Homeworld. I've never played it. And, you know, and and it's, it is what it is for me, whatever. But the more that I saw at PAX and the more that I've seen afterward online and everything, I'm really, really pumped for that game. And I want to do anything I can to get some sort of a rig together where I can play that game at some point because it looks incredible it really does that's awesome yeah i was seeing a lot of your your tweets of all the crazy cosplay and there were a lot of borderlands sorry about that borderlands cosplay (laughs) (laughs) no no i mean it was really good though like some of those costumes are crazy elaborate borderlands my um my favorite is amazing yeah, it really yeah. is. And there, there are some amazing cosplayers in the Borderlands community. I mean, I can tell you that. It, it's insane. And one of my favorite things that I saw was um, there was there was a girl there that was cosplaying as Gage. Mm-hmm. And she had in her possession a 
casual sword explosion. Okay. For those of you that have not played Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, which is the fourth DLC for Borderlands 2, the sword explosion is this um is this shotgun that you get as a mission reward for a certain mission and it basically it it you could you could sort of compare it to a grenade launcher whereas it shoots swords. Like <laughs> it'll shoot like three swords that will pop out of the gun, bang, and the swords flip through the air and wherever they land they explode and it's kind of like grenades that are shaped like swords. It's um, it's every bit That's as amazing, amazing as it sounds. <laughs> um this girl had a she had one of these guns that was not only a fantastic recreation of the gun like in prop form but the maker the guy that had made the prop he knew the i could tell being a huge gun parts nerd in borderlands um i could tell that he knew what he was doing when he designed the gun because he gave it like the hyperion stock and the casual grip which uh ups the it ups the uh the projectile count right so like i said that gun normally you would get three swords that pop out if you get the casual version you get like four or five so it adds an additional sword or two to the to the volley you could so say. it's like a that's it's um, not only not only like really good cosplay really in-depth but it's also a deep cut you know it's like from a fourth it's DLC. a super deep cut <laughs> and and that and that's the thing is that like i i started telling her this like i'm like oh wow you have a casual sword explosion this is awesome like oh i see you got the hyperion stock that's cool and she's kind of like yeah whatever like what? you know this friend made this for me and whatever <laughs> oh. you know and i go oh well, that's pretty cool and i'm talking more about the parts and she's and i can tell she has this look in her face like I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And and so I started, like, she was a fan of the game, of course. So, like, I started explaining to her, like, okay, well, the parts, like, here's how the RNG and the gun manipulator works and all that. And here's how it builds the gun and spawns it all. (laughs) And what you have here is, like, the version that everyone wants. Like, this is the one people farm for. And not only did she not know what it was, but it was funny. She goes, um... So this is the one everyone wants, huh? That's cool. I got this one like on my first try. This is the exact same one that I got in the oh. game on my first try. And I'm oh like, my gosh. I was like, I oh, farmed whoa. like an hour for that thing, you know? But it was really, <laughs> really cool. That's and so awesome. she she told me the friend later on, told me the friend who made it. And I checked out his site, uh, his website. And it turns out that he's made several really cool Borderlands props and a lot of other gaming props and things like that. And one of the things that he made was this Hyperion Plasma Caster prop that lights up and everything and it is dude it is it is i've seen a lot of borderlands props and cosplay and things like that but it is without a doubt the best um the best borderlands weapon prop i've ever seen in my life like (laughs) it was like to say that he nailed it doesn't even do it justice like it is (laughs) it it looks real like it's insane it is just insane my mind was totally blown that's awesome so now joe really quick i'm not a betting man but it sounds like you like Borderlands. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if anyone's listened listened to our show, like we we definitely go through periods of time where you know we're ta- like we're kind of coming out of Destiny now a little bit, like I said. And there was definitely a period in the beginning of Batman and Borderlands and things like that. And and yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Borderlands fan, definitely yeah. massive Borderlands. So fan. my my uh, final question for you on Pack South, uh, Joe. Mm. Did you get to cuddle with Andrew Goldfarb? <laughs> mm, wow, I don't know exactly how to answer this. Um, kind of. No, no, no cuddling. Um, no cuddling. Oh, but I did. But I did learn that 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 Goldfarb is really into um, 
cute things like which oh, i yes. which i really thought that was cool i thought that was funny like he's into cute things like kittens and squirtle and and stuff like that you know? <laughs> that's really weird so it was really but but, but what a weird bit of knowledge to have about it, it is, no it is weird knowledge and, it, and it's the kind of thing like you would sort of think like that's strange for a guy you know but like but he owns it and i love that about him like he owns it like yeah, yeah. i love cute stuff like this is awesome look at this amiibo look how cute like there is no shame whatsoever and i and i love that like that's awesome there's like this awesome genuineness there uh, yeah, in yeah. That, I'm in that looking at his him, Twitter so. feed right now, and his latest retweet is so cute. Ah, and then this yeah. like cute picture. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's he's yeah. a, he's the sweetest dude. He's the sweetest dude. All right, all right, Mike, your topic, please. Uh, well, just kind of touching on like we had mentioned in the awful accent challenge. <laughs> awful? Um, what? what I think it was. The, pretty I awful. Think, wait, yeah. no, I think I think you meant to say the legendary uh, <laughs> accent challenge. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, <laughs> the yeah, five so star we, <laughs> David had kind of mentioned about remasters and you know just spending a lot of time on on like these different news sites uh, and Twitter and things like that getting a feel for what the community uh, responds to I was kind of curious what you guys thought of game remasters because we've got a lot of them lately especially like it seems like in the last few years there's been a lot of game <clears throat> remakes love them Love yeah. them. All of them. Per, you know, personally for All me, like, <laughs> I think this is a good time for them because we're switching generations, you know, like everyone's upgrading consoles. Right. And I think that's like a lot of people's biggest hang up on taking that plunge and going next generation is going to be like, oh, well, I can't play the game that I've loved playing for so long anymore. But but the industry and developers and publishers are really like hitting it out of the park in my opinion in that way with sure. like like we mentioned earlier like you know the, the with the handsome collection i mean you get like you know all of that content from borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel and all that stuff on next gen and you can carry your save over so you're yeah. literally not going to miss a b and the game is going to look better and yeah and all that and it's it's really really awesome well and even from the other side of it where you know, for people who maybe missed the game or yeah. whose, P- whose PS3 died before they could start it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <No>. Um, <laughs> or, or people who, you know, maybe didn't, uh, or, you know, they don't want to play any games on last-gen consoles. They just want to play on, on their new PS4 or Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Like, and so maybe they missed the pre-sequel. This is an awesome chance for them. But also, like, for, you know, like, even way back, like like I say, I'm, I'm playing Grim Fandango, Um you know, it, it's just, I think it's such an awesome thing, like, uh, because it gives people the opportunity, you know, to play these, these classics that, in, yeah. and in Home glorious HD, or yeah, HD exactly. and then, totally. and then, on, or on mobile consoles, like the Vita or whatever. Yeah. So it's like, you have, you have that side of it, but also they're really good for the industry. Um, sure. Because Naturally. A, you have, you, well, people are obviously buying them, otherwise they would stop making them. Um, but the other side of that is it allows these company uh, companies like you're saying as we're switching to the new gen consoles like they they're it's enabling them to basically take a game that's totally done and they know it's a good game they know people like it and then practice coding for this new machine so that when they inevitably do make a new game um then it's going to be that much more refined they don't have like all the bugs and and problems as much anyway yeah get their feet wet so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get your feet wet. Like uh, Naughty Dog with the Last of Us remaster, you know, they they went through and they they learned how to code the PS4 and they delivered a game that is just amazing because they already knew it was amazing. You know, they didn't have to right. worry about all the all of the story development and all mm-hmm. of the voice acting. All that stuff was already in place. So mm-hmm. um, sounds like we're pretty much in agreement. David, any, uh, any thoughts? Yeah. So I would say for the most part, I like it. 
Um, there's one company that does re-releases in a way that drives me absolutely crazy. And I kind of hinted at it in our little accent challenge. Nintendo. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's only yeah. recently that they've started actually like upping the quality of the games that they're re-releasing. But up until now, they've just basically had their quote-unquote virtual console where, you know, yeah, they were re-releasing the game, but they weren't doing anything to it. Like and so you basically were you just right. rebuying games over and over again. Like it, it was the most <laughs> frustrating when they switched to the Wii to the Wii U. I, none of the games I bought on Virtual Console apply anymore. Yeah, I was uh, very offended by that. Yeah, so so that's one side of it that I don't really like. Um, there is fair. there is a caveat to that though, because there's a way that you can go on your Wii and export those Virtual Console games to an SD card. And then, but you have to boot your Wii U yeah, you in, to, into Wii mode, and then you can you have load to emulate it on there. a Wii on your the age Wii U, of the internet. That's so that you can emulate your Nintendo. <laughs> right, it's, unacceptable. It's, a, it's just a weird thing. Like, yeah, just make them cross buy. I'd love to buy. Like, I have Super Metroid for the Wii U, um, and I'd love if that would work on one of the 3DSs we have laying around. Yeah, here. yeah. yeah. Or um, you know, it's a, it, I, I know what you mean. Nintendo has been kind of frustrating the way they do it, like, or, or even the way they've re-released or they announced the re-release of, what was it Mario Galaxy? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can buy it, but it's exactly that 480, yeah. you know, uh, P version of the, of the game all blown up on your, you know, HDTV. It's not going to look great. Yeah, just put so. a little effort. I actually ran Mario Galaxy in 1080p on my computer in emulation. Um, <laughs> like I actually put my disc in and was able to do it and it looked unbelievable. Like all Nintendo had to do is fl- flip a little tag that said, let this run in 1080. Yeah. And it would have looked amazing. Uh, so yeah. yeah, so there's that whole thing. But uh, the other thing is like, I'm all for re-releases. I love it, especially when they do like upgrades to maybe some of the gameplay or the graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, however, I, I'm all for it as long as it doesn't get in the way of them actually making new games too. Like as yeah, long as they're setting fair. aside a separate team and then they're not delaying a game because of it, then I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these a lot of these studios are working with like these third parties that you know they're basically porting yeah, out. Yeah, know. that's what I was gonna say. Is it's a lot of it's just being ported. You know, it's yeah. not even that they're going back in and having to redevelop. Like, like it's sort it's it's sort of another good comparison with Homeworld. Like Homeworld, like it's being called remastered, but they've gone in and like essentially like rebuilt it from the ground up. Yeah, because that game yeah. will not run on modern PCs. Yeah. And I've so actually it's tried to own the disc still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all optimized and everything and I mean it's it's pretty incredible. But I mean a lot of it is happening through like Adam said, like just porting just porting studios where they send it off and have it ported up and then that's it. So Or even even for like uh, studios that are one team, you know, while while the uh, concept artists and the storyboarders and all that, all the, that side of the conceptual uh, art is being done. Then um, you know you have you have this whole other part of the studio who's you know may not have that much to do. Either they're cranking out multiplayer maps, or you know they you know they could be working on yeah upresing an old game and releasing it, actually making the company some money. So yeah, they're yeah. good for the they're good for the industry and and they're good for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, and they're good for you. I like the idea of, of like game preservation and, and up yeah. while you're doing that's always a good thing. Like Yeah. Uh sometimes people will complain, especially I see it a lot on Twitter about, you know, these companies remaking games and I kind of understand it when the game's a little more recent. Like when we got Tomb Raider in like March of thirteen and then got the re like up version in January of the next yeah, year. Yeah, that was, that was a little bit weird. I, I kinda get that. Like that wasn't a very huge gap. Um, but especially when it comes like some older games like 
when we got the HD remaster of like Eco. Uh, because mm-hmm. yeah, that, that has been out for like 10 years, and yeah. a lot of people probably would never play it. I mean, we're old, there's lots of kids <laughs> who have like the PS3, the 360 was their first console, mm-hmm. and like that's mm-hmm. crazy to me, but uh, you know, I and, and I think the other half of that is I feel like everybody who says that they are tired of seeing re releases always says it until that game comes up, that like one yeah, the one that so, they want. So yeah. tired of those remasters. Oh, they're gonna maybe remake Final Fantasy 7. Oh, then yeah, I, I would rebuy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, right. All right, David, your topic, please. Good sir. Okay. My topic is okay, and I'll I'll uh, I'll tell you what inspired this topic before I actually tell you the topic. I was looking on the gaming Reddit, uh it's like gaming gaming.reddit.com or something like that. I almost never go there, but I was just there for some reason. And I saw a picture from uh Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, uh which is like three Grand Theft Autos ago. And it was a picture of like this guy was this guy climbed this like unfinished building that you're not supposed to climb, and he found he found a way up there. And there was <laughs> there was this like poster on the top of it that said, "There are no Easter eggs up here. Go away." Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> pretty awesome. So there were there was an Easter egg there, and so my topic I decided, hey, video game Easter eggs, they're awesome. So uh, which one is your favorite? Yeah, who wants um, to start? I, I can start. Go? All right. So hmm. when uh, when I first thought about this, uh, the one that immediately came to mind was uh, Mega Man X back on the Super Nintendo. Again, okay. I always hmm. reference old games comes an old man. That's <laughs> um, okay though, because it makes you sound way cooler and more credible than the rest yeah, of us. You're yeah, you're way more hipster me, than me. Because I'm always <laughs> like, actually, I just played a game yesterday that was kind of cool. Uh, you know, <laughs> um, the reason that this one has kind of stuck with me was because it was one of like those schoolyard. Uh, Easter eggs that you would hear about from your friends that you're like, there's no way that's real. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the few in my life that turned out to be real. <laughs> like when my, one of my buddies was like, yeah, yeah, if you, you play Mega Man X and you get every weapon upgrade and all the armor upgrades and you get all the E-tanks and you go to Armadillo's level and beat it with full health and like jump off this one cliff, there'll be a power pot up there and Dr. Light will greet you in, in Ryu from Street Fighter's Gi and give you the ability to throw Hadouken fireballs. And I'm like, that's, oh, wow. that sounds yeah, right. like the it's, fakest thing ever. Yeah, it sounds so far-fetched. And then went to his house and he showed me, I was like, that is, it's real. Like, it's a real thing. <laughs> and I went and did it. Like, it's, you can YouTube it. You don't have to do that anymore. You can YouTube it now. But yeah, that's awesome. That one always sucked me because like, it sounds so fake. You have to go through yeah, so many really hoops. Does. And it's like a legit thing that, that's totally true. All right, what about you, Joe? Um, mine would probably have to be, uh, and I'm, I mean, I hate to keep harping on the Borderlands thing, but <laughs> definitely, definitely the Minecraft Easter egg in Borderlands oh, too. Oh, it's so good. Cause I heard about that and I was like, wait, what? You know, like, and, and, and like you said, Mike, it sort of at first listened, like sounded to me like this sounds like total like horse crap. Like, what are you talking right now? You go to a certain <laughs> part in this cave and you start hitting the wall and then eventually you come into this cave and there's giant creepers and everything. And I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> And then not only do you go in there and it's true, but they have like heads and skins and then even um, special weapons that drop in there. And it was, just, that was just so cool. Like yeah, I, I thought amazing. that was really, really awesome. I've never seen it in person, but I I've seen lots of screenshots and I'm, I someday plan on going into that cave and seeing that for myself. It looks <laughs> it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, how That's about you, awesome. Adam? All right. Mine, I, I have 
there were a few that I, I kind of remembered as I was kind of looking out there on the internet. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that one. But I guess my favorite one would have to be the uh, in the bar of Uncharted 3, the beginning of Uncharted oh, 3. yes. There's a newspaper that um, says, there's a quote on the front page in the newspaper that says, scientists still struggling to understand deadly fungus, mm-hmm. which none of us knew at the time, but they were referencing The Last of Us. Yeah, because The Last of Us wasn't even really... Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I was going to say, because like the uh, Naughty Dog almost spoiled their own game with the Easter egg, because they, they thought The Last of Us was going to be announced before Uncharted 3 came out, and then the announcement got pushed back, but they forgot that the Easter egg was in the game. <laughs> and so people found it, started talking about it online about a week before the announcement at the, I think it was like 2011 Video Game Awards. And so they're like, oh my gosh, how who leaked it? What's going on? And then they and then the, the, the guy uh, who had gotten the approval from game director was like, no, you approved it. You approved it. <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, it was like, you know, like you said we could put it in and they just completely forgot about it. So and it was kind of funny because there's all this speculation, like, what is it? Could it be a new game that they're that they're working on? And and a lot of people who know a lot about the industry were saying, no, it's impossible because and a Naughty Dog's a one studio developer. Like they don't have, or one team developer, I mean. So like they, they don't have the resources to do two games at once. So it doesn't make any sense. And kind of put the rumor to bed. Little did we know that they had split the studio into two teams and were working on the other game secretly. So that, yeah. that's kind of the story around that one really made it kind of my favorite yeah. Easter egg that I've ever found. Yeah. The best Easter eggs have a, have a good story, I find. And uh, my Easter egg uh, actually also has a story. Um, first, I'll tell you my. The first time I encountered this Easter egg, um, I was playing Mario Paint. I loved Mario Paint back when it... Did anyone else ever play Mario Paint? A Super Nintendo game came with a mouse. It Mm -hmm. was so cool. It was so different. Um, uh, And if you... On the title screen, if you just... uh, For some reason, I remember one day I was just hanging out on the title screen without actually like going into the game and painting something. And uh, I, I started clicking on all the different letters and they all did different things. Um, and then I clicked on the O and like, it makes a, like a countdown and a bomb explodes. Um, and then it plays, <laughs> it plays this song right here, right? I'm about to play it for you. Here we go. Uh, oh shoot. Oh man, it messed up. Hang on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> here it goes. Intense. So that is that is <laughs> wow. a song. It's called Totaka's song, um, and the, so <clears throat> I, I I had no idea when I was a kid. I had no idea what it was. But uh, the other, like a, I guess a year ago or so, I started hearing about Totaka's song, and I heard this that, and that was the song that played. So it turns out Kazumi Totaka is a guy who's composed a lot of music for Nintendo games in the past, uh-huh. um, hmm. and. So he, he, it's kind of become a little pastime of his to just sneak that song into as many games as he possibly <laughs> can. Oh, that's really cool. Um, that's awesome. That's it's like awesome. the Wilhelm scream yeah, it's of video basically games. The yeah, Wilhelm totally, scream of video totally. games. And so, you know, this guy, he's done, he's been working for Nintendo for what, 20 years, maybe 30 years now. Um, and some of the games that he snuck that song into are Mar- uh, Mario Land 2, Yoshi's Story, uh, Legend of D- Zelda Link's Awakening. Um, it's in Animal Crossing. You can go to uh, the, there's like a 
a dog that plays songs named KK Slider. You can go up to him and ask to him to play the song KK song, and he'll play Tataka's <laughs> song. That's and pretty awesome. Yeah. So I, um, it, it's just this haunting theme that stuck with me for so long, and then I finally figured out what it was. <laughs> I do. I do have one more I want to throw out really quick before we move on. Do you guys? Uh, I don't know if you guys are big Call of Duty players. I know we mentioned it a little bit uh, earlier, but. Um, are you guys familiar with the Black Ops opening title, like the opening menu Easter egg in the in the first Black Ops game? No, no I definitely I played, played that the game, first but Black I don't know Ops. about this. This is awesome. So, okay, so the first Black Ops, the menu is your. It's a first person perspective of like uh, of like a. I think it's like a TV screen, and you can select like campaign, multiplayer, or zombies. I think or whatever. And if you you don't re- you don't realize it unless you try it, but like if you move the sticks around, like your point of view will change and you can look around the room that you're sitting oh. in. Oh, and cool. then and then you can look down and you see that you're strapped into a chair. And if you start to if you start start to alternate left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, you'll eventually break free of the chair and you can walk around the room that the main menu is in. I'm <laughs> oh, no joke, really seriously. Weird. Oh, that's awesome. And there there's a there is a computer in that room and if you go over to the computer, you can type, this interface will pop up, and you can type things into the computer. And apparently <laughs> there are all kinds of things hidden in the game, none of which I've ever personally found, but there are like email passwords of email accounts <laughs> that you can go and read people's emails. Like characters from the game, you can read their emails. That's oh, crazy. So cool. The coolest thing, though, about it is that if you go over to the computer and you type in Zork, you can play Zork oh on the computer. Gosh. What? <laughs> yes, okay, so, you can so play Zork the, in the main menu of Call of Duty Black Ops. maybe the coolest no Easter joke. egg I've ever heard of. Yeah, yeah it's that's insane. pretty amazing. Also, and that actually, you, that, that brings up another Easter egg I was going to mention, which is uh, Day of the Tentacle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, which is getting a remaster. Yeah, if you, if you go into Weird Ed's room in that game, you can play the entire game of Maniac Mansion on his computer. Yeah, and <laughs> Day of the awesome. Tentacle is a sequel to Maniac Mansion, so yeah. that's, that's the reason that makes uh-huh, sense. Okay. Well, with, the, with the Black Ops thing, also the same computer, if you type in DOA, you will get a top-down shooter uh, that's called Dead Ops Arcade. And it's what? basically <laughs> it's basically another version of Zombies that is a top-down shooter, and it's just insane. It's that's really so cool. insane. So if you guys have that laying around or... I mean, I'm t- it's it's a cool enough Easter egg to where it's worth like picking up like a ten dollar copy of Black Ops at GameStop used, yeah. and then just <laughs> loading up the menu and just trying it out because it's it's insane. You will that not is believe. Really it. cool. It's really cool. Yeah, and I just I just jotted, jotted down a few other uh, Easter eggs that I thought were cool that I had, I had I don't think I had actually found any of these other ones, but um, the original. This is a, spoilers for the original Dead Space, guys. Seven oh years ago, seven years ago, you probably should have played this game. <laughs> um, Shame on you! The, <laughs> but uh, the title chapters, the first letter of each um, chapter name, spells out Nicole is dead, which is a spoiler oh, for that, that game. Oh yeah, man. So, isn't that that's pretty amazing? Yeah, that and is then crazy. Um, in L.A. Noir, which I know you played a bunch of, oh, that's um, a really Mike, fun game. Uh, there's an Easter egg where you can find John Marston's hat. Oh, <laughs> so, oh interesting! <laughs> funny. Um, that's amazing. In Star Wars, the Force, I think it's the oh yeah, the original Force Unleashed game. Uh-huh. Um, there's a spot where you can find Jar Jar Binks frozen in carbonite. Just <laughs> <laughs> pretty As amazing. Well he should be. Yes. <laughs> well Thank you, be. Force Unleashed One. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. And then in, in Force Unleashed 2, you can actually uh, play as Guybrush Threepwood from what? Monkey Island. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's insane. It's pretty, pretty awesome. And then the last one I have jotted down here is uh, Left 4 Dead 2. 
uh, there's a jukebox in the game that plays Portal's yeah. Still Alive song. I, oh, I nice. came across that when I was playing it. I loved that. That was such a great <laughs> so one. So cool. Nice. So that is pretty, pretty sweet. I love the Easter eggs. Yeah, this is one of those subjects I could just talk about like all night because yeah. now my brain's going. I'm like, wait a minute. Wasn't there one in this? Wasn't yeah. there one in this? Yeah. Like, just so Google uh, Totaka's song and just look at how many games it's been in. I, I think the latest one it was in is um, Mario Kart 8. I think it's actually in there somewhere. So it's, it's just amazing. All right, all right. Well, it is time. Wait, what time? End, time for what? End, end of the show plugs for men. Wow, the triple end of the show plugs for men. <laughs> yes. Huh? <laughs> triple end of the show plugs. <laughs> all right, so this is where we plug the show. This is the segment in which we plug oh, our own show? show that you are listening to already. So, <laughs> Hey, guys, so my plug for the super triple end plugs of the show <laughs> for men is, uh, hey, listen to Super Best Friends podcast. Yeah, once you've already gotten to the end of Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, Make we'll sure tell you, you listen to listen to, to it. <laughs> just, just hit, go back to the beginning. Just listen to this again. All, all right, this. so you can help support the show for $0 by signing up for a free audiobook on audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS. And this will enable us to have ducats to buy games and give away on Twitter for you guys. What is this ducat thing? You guys keep talking about ducats. I've never ducats, heard this before. It, it, means, it means cash. That's why we call Mike Buckets of Ducats, because he's <laughs> loaded <laughs> so See, you and do then, have a nickname mike true. oh i've got yeah. many nicknames <laughs> you do have a nickname <laughs> on twitter you can follow the show at sbf vgs podcast uh i am barry white b-u-r-y-w-i-t-e mike is taco douglas david is david j tate or you can follow joe at j-a-u-x-k-i-n-g nailed it j-a-u-x-k-i-n-g Yes. Are you like a really big sports fan with that name? No, no. Oh, it was to French. it was to prevent it was to prevent the whole are you joking? Are you seriously joking? <laughs> thing? People see it. And, you know. Yeah, so or you can follow uh, his show, Video Game Book Club at VGBC Podcast. You should do that. And you should check out the show. It's a good time. It has adult language. Yeah, we're <gasps> pretty if you listen Caution. to our show and then listen to this, you're going to be like, wow, he did really well. He did so well. You he know, did I, so I just, good. I just thought about it. I don't know if this was on purpose. Adam, weren't you on episode 10 of Video Game yeah, Book Club? Adam oh, was. yeah. Adam, oh, Adam is a book club, a book clubber, a book club alone. But you're on episode 10 of, of Super Best Friends. of our show. Oh, wow. wow. Gosh. Did you plan this? This is insane. I did not plan this. Wow. Yeah. Actually, it's like Kennedy Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's not that crazy. <laughs> So I was on Joe's podcast. Uh, this is before I, uh, this podcast was even a twinkle in my eye. Before you had caught <laughs> so, the podcasting bug. Yeah. So I yeah. was on his show. We talked about Infamous Second Son for an hour, yeah. and I and I was like hooked. I was hooked yeah. on podcasting, and so that we definitely owe the existence of this show to VGBC Podcast. They're they're I consider them our older, cooler brother podcast. You guys are the younger, cooler brother, po- and we're like. <laughs> Man, we're older. They shouldn't be cooler than us. This is lame. <laughs> that's we're how, just going to live longer than you guys. That's all. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's the reality of the situation. So, yeah. So, anyway, um, you can uh, follow us all, or friend us on PSN and Xbox Live. Um, same names. Barry White, uh, David J. Tate, and Mike is Taco underscore Douglas. He had to be different. Mm. Joe is Saturday. Apologized. Joe is Saturday Savior. With Saturday o- underscore Savior with a U. Savior. He- 
Oh, yes, yes, Is that yeah. the British spelling? I believe it is a British spelling. Oh, well, you know, you got I mean, back to the British thing again, eh? On the other hand, mate, you tell me. <laughs> you tell <laughs> me right, if that's I, a British spelling. Oh, it's, it's so hard so not bad. to cuss in British because it's not it a cuss really, to us, really you know? It really, really is. But I'm trying to it's keep it. It's not easy, but you're doing great and I we're all real all right. proud of you, all right? Thanks. <laughs> Super proud. All Thanks. right. All right. <laughs> so, Thanks. Yeah, Thanks Joe, and you're welcome. So, yeah, Joe so is bad. Saturday underscore Savior with a U before the R on PSN. Saturday Savior no underscore also with a U on Xbox Live. Wow. Um, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow the blog at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? I do have that video game youtube channel but i'm just too busy right now to do anything with it <laughs> also i was gonna say this i'm gonna put it on the air now though so you can't say no the super <laughs> best friends need to play some games together and we need to record that and i'll edit it and put it on youtube you should you're, you're playing some far cry right yeah nice. i have far cry 4 let's do this Ooh, let's i do have it. far I cry 4 i want in on that well, even though i'm just not a super best only friend, only but, two uh, people at a time best friend? oh well no yes. there's, there's crap a, Wait, no, there's, another, <laughs> there's another multiplayer mode actually now that I think about yeah. it. Now you are right. super you are super guest friend, so you're super welcome, guest obviously. friend. I will take it. I will totally take that. <laughs> Alright. Alright. That's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 10. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more free DLC on gaming. <laughs> Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. This DLC sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate day one DLC. Want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, brother!